Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom slash ProductiveConvo. That's two free weeks at onepasswordcom slash productive convo. Again, onepasswordcom slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepasswordcom slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter uplift desk a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work and that's just the beginning of what uplift desk has to offer with an emphasis on ergonomics and customization uplift desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals whether you're coding designing or podcasting like i am right now the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's up 
liftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. If I'm inspiring people, I hope nobody wants to do what I've done. Yeah, I get it. They want to leave their day job. Yeah, I get it. They want to create a podcast and get their message out to the world, inspire people. I can help you do all of that. But man, I hope you never do it the way that I did it. Welcome to the Productivious Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Vardy, and this week on the program, I'm joined by Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm really excited to have Cliff on the show, who is formerly known as the Podcast Answer Man, but now he's behind Freeing the Dream. He's doing coaching now, and he's helping a lot of people out. We've had several conversations together about that kind of thing, and we are making this one public. This is a bit more of a discussion, a longer one too, but I'm really excited to have him on the program. We talk about you know his transition, a lot of that stuff. It's a really, really candid conversation, and I'm just going to get right into it with you today. So uh, I hope you enjoy this conversation that I had with Cliff Ravenscraft here on the Productivityist Podcast. Enjoy. I'd like to welcome Cliff Ravenscraft to the Productivityist Podcast. Cliff, thanks for joining me today. Well, I'd like to say that I'm excited to be here. You just did. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> well, I guess I did. You did. So therefore, we've gotten one thing that we like to do already out of the way. Cliff, um, it's, it's been a long time coming. I mean, what's, what's great about podcasting is that uh, you know, you, you get a chance to talk to a whole, whole bunch of different people uh, over the past few years. We've both been podcasting for a long time. You, far longer than me. But... Uh, what's, what's interesting is we've never actually spoken on, on this medium before at all. We've, we've talked in person and we've face to face stuff. I mean, gosh, the internet, (laughs) it's, it's so gets in the way. Oh man. I mean, we should have just done this last year when I was down in Nashville. Um, but I wanted to, to talk to you about, um, first off, when I first found out who you were and I think we'd met actually, I think we met back in at blog world would have been like. Yeah, along like, like 2011, like, 2010. Yeah, probably 2012. Yep, and that was so you've you've kind of done a pivot uh, to a to a certain degree over the years. A lot of people would have you know that that may have heard your name before, like oh he's he's the podcast answer man, right? That was your thing, and you've kind of shifted gears a bit. I want to get into that, but I want to talk first about you know how how has this journey been for you so far like just the journey of being an online entrepreneur which cuz you are one of the people that you know over the years has has just made it work and it's it's challenging for some people to make that work consistently so what's that journey been like for you where i mean obviously there's been peaks and valleys but how how have you managed to kind of stick with it because a lot of people just kind of go okay that's it i'm out what what's been the key for you have you ever heard of the book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill? Yes. Before he gets into the, any of the chapters, he alludes to, to the fact that there's a secret piece of advice that every single successful person has ever said was the key to their success. And then he, he actually says if you read every chapter in this book, the, that secret is hidden within the chapter, but it's never specifically highlighted. All right, I've not that's that's the part. So go ahead, share that with share that with my with my audience here. 
It is absolutely being definite about the goal and the mission and the purpose of what it is that you most want out of life. And absolutely nothing is ever going to stop you short of death from getting that. And that, my friend, is exactly how I've achieved the success that I have today. Literally nothing could stop me from getting what I want out of life. And that's how I've gotten everything I've ever wanted out of life. And by the way, I want to say this. I almost died in the hospital as a result of the pursuit. I've, I've been at the most dire ends of financial risk you could possibly imagine in my first year of my online business after leaving my very successful, lucrative, nobody had more job security than Cliff Ravenscraft who was working for his mom and dad in a family-owned insurance agency that started by his grandfather in 1937 and would be making $1.5 million a year today if I wouldn't have left it because my dad retired last year and sold the agency, which I would own had I not left. But hell, I could never have stayed there. <laughs> Because it wasn't what I wanted to do with my life. So I left that, and in my first year of online business, I worked 14 to 18 hours a day, seven days a week, without a single day off. And that is no exaggeration. That is no hyperbole. It is the raw fact, not a single day off. And then after nine months, I started taking Sundays off only when committing to myself that I would increase the number of hours on the other six days of the week. And I ended 2008, my first full year, I made $11,000 net income. I landed in the hospital, I weighed nearly 300 pounds, and I almost died. But because I didn't, I wasn't going to let it stop me. And I kept going at it. And by the about halfway through 2009, I started to learn how to take care of myself physically. I started taking care of my health. I started taking care of myself mentally and started addressing some mindset issues that I had. I lived in a world of scarcity when it came to financial things, when it came to what I believed about money, when it came to believe about what it means to earn money and, and provide value to people. I had some weird messed up stuff in my life, Mike. But here's what I will tell you. None of that. And all the mistakes that I could ever – I mean I, if you think about it this way, this is a metaphor. I literally tripped over my own two feet and every single day it seemed like – well, that's not true. It seemed like at least once a month I literally tripped over my feet, fell flat on my face without my hands – with my hands tied behind my back. And I literally broke my nose and bloodied my face and I was bruised every single month. That was my first year in business. But none of that could have stopped me from going after what I knew what I wanted in life, which is to have life on my terms, to create a business where every day I wake up and I get to choose who do I work with and in what way will I work with them. That is what made me the success that I am today. So let's actually talk about the element of burnout because that's one of the things I wanted to, to touch on today because I think a lot of people when they first get into this kind of stuff, what, no matter whether it's an online business or, or not, when they're trying to follow their passion or will use like pursue their dream, um, that they 
burnout is a very real thing. You talked about, you know, you, you know, basically going full guns for, for six days a week, you know, less than, you know, almost 24 seven hours days, a day. Seven yeah. Seven, seven days, days a seven week. Seven days a week. Right. Seven. For nine right. months. Right. Um, Chris Ducker's told the story about how he ended up in the hospital. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not unique necessarily to, uh, to you or to Chris, but it's, we can see it happening when people are saying, you know, I'm so passionate about what I want to do. And I know I, what I don't want to do. How does someone who is, or what would your advice be to someone who is in that position right now? They're like, I know that this is something I want to pursue, but I'm so afraid that I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fall down and it's just safer for me to stay here. Like, what is your, I'd say it's safer for you to stay there. Yeah. And, And by the way, if you're enticed by that, then you ain't got what it takes to succeed. That's my feeling. There you go. All right, so there you go. <laughs> stay, 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 stay home. Uh huh. Stay safe. Never leave the house. And matter of fact, why don't you just why don't you just do this? Go commit a crime and get put into prison, and they'll feed you every day. They'll give you TV time. They'll they'll give you an exercise and fitness place. Uh, you know, food every day. You don't ever have. I mean, seriously, prison's the safest place for you. So you're talking about like just in terms of the fact that there's no risk, there's no the, the reward is just it, basically at that point it's like the comfort level. I think comfort comfort can lead to complacency, right? That that's what I found. You know, the thing is, is I, here's what I want. Here's one thing that I want to say. By the way, I'm not going to pr- pretend that I've never experienced burnout. No. All right, I'm not gonna. But you're gonna be shocked to learn that everything that I just told you in January, from January 1st through Jan- January 2008 to January, I started working for myself January 1st, 2008. Right. January 1st, 2009, I was in the hospital and almost died. Right. All right, but here's what I will tell you. In that first year, I'd never had more fulfillment in my life than, you could put all of my years of, of my adult life Prior to that combined, I'd never experienced that much fulfillment in my life. Not one minute during 2008 did I ever experience burnout because every single day I was doing what made me feel alive. Now, when did I experience burnout on this journey? I've been doing this journey since 2008. So this is 2009. We're 11 years. That's my live math. It's about the extent you're going to get out of me. But – Mike, let me tell you something. There have been times when I've experienced burnout, and it's only when I've chased after low-hanging fruit financially that, quite frankly, it would mean it's almost – I'd be insane to not go chase after that half-million-dollar-a-year income, Hmm. all right? And after chasing after easy money, like literally – Cliff, there's nobody could ever pass up – you know, making a half million dollars a year as the podcast answer, man. It's only when I chased something that took me off and deviated me down a path that looked like it might get me closer to what it is I really truly wanted to do in life. It was only in the pursuit of things that financially were less risky that I actually experienced burnout. And I've experienced that two or three times over the past 11 years. It's when I chose things that, quite frankly, I knew for a fact would give me financial certainty above everything else that I truly wanted to do in this world, which is, by the way, I wanted to find a way. My, my, my number one mission when I left my career as an insurance, I want to find a way to simply get paid and become extremely wealthy by doing nothing more than this. I want to entertain people. 
I want to educate people. I want to use my voice and my stories and experiences in life to encourage, inspire, and motivate people to make positive, profound, transform, life transformational decisions in their life. That's who I am. That's what I want to do. And I want to get paid just to have conversations with people. I want to get paid just to talk to people. I want to get I want to get paid just to get in front of a small group of people and teach them something. I want to get paid by people who will spend two, three, five thousand dollars just to hear me talk. I want to get paid by people who will pay me eight thousand dollars just for an eight hour one on one conversation with me where they travel from all over the world to my house to have the privilege to do so. Which, by the way, all of those things is exactly what I'm doing for a living today. Clarity really affords focus, doesn't it? It does. But let me tell you something. This, what I'm living today, is my dream. But, it's, but I never believed it was possible until September, September 2017. What was that? What, when did – okay, so what was that moment like? Because I think – isn't that the time that you kind of made that shift a little bit? Oh, that's – yeah, that's when I shut down 100 percent of my income. I, I literally went from a half million dollars a year of revenue to zero dollars. And that was that was when you decided I'm not going to be the podcast answer man anymore. Yeah, I, I said it matter, I shut down every product and so I had podcasting A to Z, mm-hmm. which was guaranteed two hundred forty thousand dollars a year of income. I was I sold nearly one million dollars in podcast equipment, and I'm not talking affiliate. I was literally an official reseller of physical products. All right. So I sold a million dollars worth of that. Well, nearly one million. I, it was like eight hundred and eighty thousand. Sure. Right, well, so in Canadian just, dollars, it's well over a million. So there you go. All right. There you go. <laughs> so the, the thing is, though, is is I had so much income coming from this, and I literally overnight shut it down. I said, listen, if anybody buys even a – even if they bought a $50 tutorial on how to set up a piece of equipment, the chances are that they would feel like if they had one question that they had that didn't – occur to them as I didn't cover that one question that's burning in their mind. If they paid me $50, they almost feel like it's okay to go ahead and send an email off the cliff at podcastanswerman.com and put a subject line, quick question, right? Right. Well, let me just tell you something. It's quick to ask the question. It's very rarely, it's very seldom to answer the question in a quick fashion. Because the thing is, is it's like, hey, Cliff, I've got this audio interface device instead of the mixer that you have. Therefore, I need to know what cable do I need? And then I have to write back what what model of the interface do you have? And then I have to go out and search for that, find the PDF document. I have to pull it up and look at it. And by the way, am I getting paid for any of this? No. But because of the kindness of who I am and, and what I do, I feel like, sure, you know, I could answer this in 15, 20 minutes. Let me go ahead and do that. Well, when you teach over 40,000 people in the world how to podcast, guess how many of those quick questions you get every week? Oh, you get tons in the 15 to 20 minutes that compounds and compounds and compounds. And we all know one question leads to more questions. And that's when I experienced burnout because I was making a half million dollars a year spending eight to 10 hours a day answering people's questions related to what cable do they need when in quite frankly – All I want to do is I want to change people's beliefs about who they are and what they're able to do in this world. I want to help people drop 100 pounds of body fat. I want to help people get off their metformin so they don't have their feet cut off in 10 years. That's who I am. And here you're asking me to answer your thing about cables? 
I got more important things to do in my life. Ever found yourself deep in a project, your flow state so intense that the world around you just fades away? That's the magic zone where ideas take flight and your work truly comes to life. But what if, in a blink, it could all disappear? Hard drives fail, coffee spills, and yes, even the dreaded accidental delete happens. But fear not, because CrashPlan has your back. Don't wait for disaster to strike. Head over to CrashPlan.com timecrafting now for a free trial and secure your creations with their limited time buy one get one offers. Supporting our sponsors means supporting this podcast, so take a moment to check them out. CrashPlan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection, specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations. CrashPlan ensures that every file, every idea, and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected. With CrashPlan Professional, you get unlimited backup for your computers, not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this, your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With CrashPlan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, CrashPlan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. So go to CrashPlan.com timecrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy one, get one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's CrashPlan.com timecrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan. Ever caught yourself marveling at the seamless magic of everyday tech, like how noise-canceling headphones block out the world or the sheer bliss of meeting-free Fridays? Now imagine if there was a way to bring that kind of magic into selling online. Well, guess what? There is, and it's called Shopify. From the moment you decide to launch your online shop to opening your first physical store, and even when you're pinching yourself because, yes, you just hit a million orders, Shopify is there to guide your growth. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or the latest productivity tools, Shopify supports you everywhere with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. The checkout? Oh, it's a breeze for your customers, converting up to 36% better than other platforms. And with Shopify Magic, your AI-powered assistant, you're selling more with way less effort. And you won't be alone in your Shopify journey because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., supporting giants like Allbirds and Brooklinen and millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Their award-winning support is always there, making sure businesses that grow, Grow with Shopify, and yours can be one of those businesses. And for those looking to level up, Shopify's endless integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to chatbots ensure your business is always ahead of the curve. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com timecrafting, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com timecrafting now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. 
Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it, and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. All right, we're going to take a break from the conversation now, but when we come back, Cliff and I are going to dig deeper into his transition from the podcasting realm and being the guy who has all the answers when it comes to podcasting to doing what he's doing now, which is to help people free the dream. And speaking of dreams, you've always dreamed of starting your own business. You have no boss. You are the boss. You are the CEO. My God, no one told you there would be so much admin work. It's time for a reality check. There are so many elements to running your own business and it's hard, but HoneyBook makes it easy. Now, if you've started your own business, you know you're your own boss, but along with being the CEO, you're also the accountant, marketing manager, creative director, executive assistant, and many more titles. And if you don't do it, it doesn't get done. So if you need help doing it all, you need HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. And you know how big a fan I am of things that you can do in one tool. It lowers the learning curve across multiple platforms, and it makes you pay attention to one very particular area so you get closer to mastery, and that's what we want here. It's really perfect for freelancers, entrepreneurs, or small business owners that want to consolidate services that they already use, you know, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, MailChimp. And with HoneyBook, you can automate all of this busy work that you have to do. They have easy to use templates for emails, proposals, brochures, and invoices. And they also have e-signatures and built-in automation to save you time and get you paid faster. Simplify your to-do list and stay in control with HoneyBook. Now, right now, HoneyBook is offering productivity as podcast listeners 50% off when you visit honeybook.com slash timecrafting. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. So go to honeybook.com slash timecrafting for 50% off your first year today. That's honeybook.com slash timecrafting. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by 30 Days of Timecrafting. Now, there's no time like the present to really get better with managing your time and attention. And my $5 program, the 30 Days of Time Crafting program, can help you do just that. It incorporates all the foundational elements of my productivity philosophy and methodology known as time crafting in emails, in course curriculum, materials, all the stuff. All you'll need to get started with time crafting, you can get in 30 Days of Time Crafting. It's really a no-brainer. $5 guaranteed. You're going to get everything that you need to get started with time crafting. So check out productivityist.com slash $5 to get started with 30 days of time crafting today. And now let's get back to my conversation with Cliff Ravenscraft here on the Productivityist podcast. 
So you had to you had to stop. There was no I other had way. To stop. Yeah, there was no because otherwise because you already had expectations. That th- those people had expectations of who you were and what you were to them, and you had to change the narrative. Yeah. Oh gosh. And and by the way, the transition from podcast answer man to what I am today, which by the way, today I am mindset answer man. That's who I am today. Uh, <laughs> The, nice the, nice that, use of that. I love that part of the piece of equipment. <laughs> I love the Roadcaster Pro. I, me too. Me too. Don't 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 any you all send your questions about the Roadcaster Pro to Mike Vardy or to John. Not, send them to John Lee. Send them to somebody else who does John podcast. Lee Dumas, Pat <laughs> Flynn. Those are your podcast. There you go. <laughs> send them to them. Oh my goodness! But let me just tell you, the transition from podcast answer man to mindset answer man did not happen in a single day. It, it was a it was about a year and a half, two year journey. Actually, it was a it was a two year journey, yeah, two year journey. It, it probably started for me uh, privately, inside discussions only with close personal family and friends uh, about the idea that I wanted to completely divorce myself from the brand that I had be- spent a decade building. Would it have been longer than two years, like intensely for two years? But it must have been longer than that, really. Uh, it, well, the thing is, is the idea that, that, that I was becoming discontent that, happened okay. more, but, but the fact is, is there became a, it, it was probably it late. Was a tipping point. It was the, it was the fall of 2015 where I pretty much was starting to feel burnout. Right. And that, and that kind of burnout hurts because it's slow and it's not, it, it just kind of festers and festers. It's like the thing that it's, Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> here and, on that. And, I, and, and let me tell you, it's total and, – and very few people – there's some people, by the way, Mike, they, they may have even already stopped listening. It's like who wants to hear a guy complaining and, and whining about his $500,000 a year income? You know, and I get that I have a quality problem, right? Yep. <laughs> I, I, a matter of fact, Cliff Ravenscraft in 2008 probably would have dreamed of having that problem. Yep. Give me your half million dollar business. And I got to tell you, Mike, the problem I had was that that the there were some very well-meaning people in my life that tried to convince me, Cliff, shutting that thing down isn't wise. Mm-hmm. Hire some people to take care of that for you. You don't have to do that. You can delegate all of that stuff. You could you could hold on to this. You can it's like you don't understand. I don't want to manage people. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't want your green eggs and ham, Sam. I am. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I want to be done with it. I want to. I, what got me to where I am today is not what's going to get me to where I'm going next, and I know that. Just like it's like Cliff. Why don't you keep your life insurance license and still sell some life insurance on the side while you're building this thing in 2008? No, I'd rather die. Yep. And I almost did. But I didn't, so I continued. So I want to talk a bit more about the health stuff because that's something else that I noticed. Uh, It was the thing I actually noticed that kind of – it seemed to be the transitional piece for me as someone from the outside looking in. When when you were doing the the podcast Answer Man stuff and then I started seeing – I'm going to the gym. I'm doing this. We actually talked a little bit about this, uh, you know, off the record. And frankly, we're like, hey, man, you look great. 
And it's something I've actually focused on a bit more over the last several months too, because um, you can't be a productivity person and say, hey, save your time, pay attention to this. When you go on a stage and you start talking, people go, oh, well, he doesn't look like he necessarily pays too much attention to uh, his, <laughs> his diet or necessarily that as well. So, but I think they all correlate. So when I saw you making this, you know, when I saw this stuff happening and then the shift to mindset answer, man, I'm like, that seemed to me to be the thing that kind of pushed it or at least pushed it publicly is does that sound about right or or can you oh yeah yeah well the thing is is like i said what i'm doing today was always my dream right seriously what i and matter of fact if if i may say be so bold i'd like to tell you my 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 actual mission statement is literally littered with this language i i have my my number one purpose and mission in life is to help people live the life for which they were created to live and yes I am one of those guys who believes in a creator who created us for a purpose, and I do not believe we were created to live paycheck to paycheck. I don't believe we were created to work around the clock. I don't believe we were created to weigh 180 pounds over what we should pay. I don't think I, – I don't believe we were, were supposed to be living in debt. I don't – I literally believe that we were created for more, for something powerful. And, and and to live a life that inspires and encourages and all of those other things. The only thing is, is that I, I didn't believe that in 2008 one could make a living from that. Right. That's the only thing that separates Cliff Ravenscraft from 2008 to 2019. Mm. And that is a belief about what is possible. All right. So because I didn't believe it, then I'm like, well, I obviously have to be the cool thing is, is if I leave the insurance career, at least I get to I'm full time self-employed. I get to choose when and where I work. And so at that point, I'm full time self-employed. I can choose to work whatever hours I want so I can create content all day, every day. And nobody can tell me when and when I should not do that. And I love that freedom, and that's one of the reasons why I was so fulfilled. I was creating seven to 15 podcast episodes a week in 2008. I've created over 4,000 podcast episodes, and all of my episodes are usually no less than an hour. So I like to talk. Now, the thing is, though, is I, I as the podcast answer man, that's how people came to know me. And people were being inspired about what's possible. And I kind of felt like, man, yeah, I'm I'm helping people create a content. I'm helping people to put their message out into the world. I guess this kind of ties in to my mission of helping them fulfill their mission, their purpose in life, and helping them break free from their belief that they're going to be stuck in a soul-sucking, soul-crushing death-to-my-dream day job. And as the podcast answer man sitting behind a microphone back in the days before we all was live streaming everything, you could be a 300-pound guy and inspire the hell out of people. Yeah, you were – your timing – Literally. Yeah, your timing was great. <laughs> inspire the hell out of people. You, you got in when – before it was even a thing, really. So that was helpful, for, which, which means that the optics are very different. Yeah. So the thing is, though, is is what happened for me, Mike, it was November 2014. I stood on Michael Hyatt's stage. Uh, Michael Hyatt, by the way, wrote this book called Platform, Get Noticed in a Noisy World, New York Times bestselling book. Uh, Michael Hyatt has probably the one of the most, if not the most, uh, most popular productivity, productivity blogs in the world out of 450 million active English language blogs. And he invited me to speak at every single one of his platform conferences. 
And November 2014 was the last one of that particular conference that he hosted. And I stood on that stage as a nearly 300-pound man. And earlier that morning before I stood on that stage, I had a brand-new jacket that I had just bought at Men's Warehouse two weeks earlier. And during the two weeks since I bought the thing, I had gained so much weight that the button popped off before I stood on stage. And, and quite frankly, I was up there. I, was, I, was not in, I wasn't there to inspire people about their health and fitness and, and margin in life or anything else. I was there for one purpose and one purpose only. I was to teach people about the benefits of a podcasting and how of podcasting and how podcasting is far superior to any other platform for getting noticed in a noisy world and why every single per- person in that audience who did not have a podcast at that moment in time must have one within 90 days and by the way they did. Mm. All right? Yeah. Cuz I was freaking effective at what I taught. Yep. But here's what happened. Afterwards, people, I've been listening to you for years, Cliff, and you inspire me. I want to live a life just like you. And I look down at myself and I, I start thinking about the feelings and the thoughts that I was experiencing that morning when my button popped off. I'm in Colorado Springs. I'm a Kentucky boy. I don't know what the elevation is here, but I can tell you right now, it's not a mile high. But you get a mile high and you weigh 300 pounds, you walk up one flight you walk up one step and you're about ready to go to the hospital call 911 if there's more than two flights that i need to climb all right literally i'm here i'm my heart's beating out of my chest i think i might need to go to the hospital i'm starting to experience numbness in my fingers and my toes am i getting close to these things getting cut off is this the life that people want to live that's the question, I, and, and I be, it became very clear for me. Something's got to change. If, if I'm inspiring people, I hope nobody wants to do what I've done. Yeah, I get it. They want to leave their day job. Cool. Yeah, I get it. They want to create a podcast and get their message out to the world, inspire people. Cool. I can help you do all of that. But, man, I hope you never do it the way that I did it. And I'd like to prove to you there's a different way. And before I go about proving it, I'm going to take the next nine months off and focus on my health and fitness and do it myself. And that's what I did. November 14th, 2014, I made a commitment. I'm going to work out six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. I literally worked three months in 2015. Now, the thing is, I was financially at a place where I could do that. Mm -hmm. I did not work for the first nine months. I worked two hours a week. That's it. Two hours a week for nine months in 2015. I spent one to three hours a day, every day, six days a week in the gym in 2015. A little bit different than 2008. What were the results? I've lost over 100 pounds of body fat. I've put over 26 pounds of muscle onto my frame, and I freaking feel awesome. If you look at a picture of me from 2014 – I look about 25 years older than I look right now. Yeah, you look great. You look great. I mean, I remember. By the way, yeah. But get this. So I just went to the Smoky Mountains. I went to Klingman's Dome mm-hmm. with my dad. My dad's, I think he's 70 years old, and he's in decent. He's in decent shape. But we were climbing this half mile climb up to Klingman's Dome, which just happens to be the highest elevation in the state of Tennessee in the Smoky Mountains. The highest elevation. 
So we're climbing up this hill, and my dad's like, "If you, it's like, listen, I need to take a break for a second. We're halfway up the hill. Mike, I dropped and did 50 push-ups while he rested. And then when he got his breath, we continued up the hill. That's the physical health that I have today. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And I mean, I think that, so after that, or during, I guess during that transition is when you started to say, okay, let's look at everything else. Let's look at this other stuff and see what I can do here. And what's that been like? Because you said that there are people who said, why would you give that up? Like just, you know, it could be passive income on the side. And now you've got this, this new evolved thing. I think it's probably a better way to put it. And you've got this event, Free the Dream, and you're helping people in the way that you really wanted to. What, what is that? What does that look like now? And also, and then I want to talk a little bit about time and how we've seen this 11-year journey and how that, how maybe, does it feel like it's been 11 years? Like, Because, I mean, it's certainly, time is a weird construct for us all to deal with. I, I honestly, we'll get into it more, I hope, mm-hmm. but it, I feel like I live outside of time. Like, for example, right. I have no idea what day of the week it is. I believe it's Tuesday. You are, is you it are, Tuesday? You, you, yep. You're good, I, good I guess. Liter- <laughs> Mike, I nope. literally, I, I'm not, this is no, this is, again, I, I will, t- sometimes I will tell you when I'm exaggerating, so sometimes I exaggerate for dramatic purposes. Sure. But, but I promise you, I literally never, ever ever, ever know what day of the week it is. I haven't known what day of the week it is in months. And the only reason I knew it was Tuesday is because I lo- I got up an iPad Pro with a clock that tells me it's 3.32 p.m. Eastern time, and it says T-U-E at the top left-hand yeah. corner. I'll, if I wouldn't have looked at that, I would not have known. Why is and that? I could care- Why do you because think Because it doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't Every matter, day yeah. is an awesome you – know, do you want to know what – do you want to know what day it is? Every day is today. Yeah, that's it. So we can get into time later. Sure, sure. But I, so, so I think the original question you you wanted to ask me, I believe I heard you say, Cliff. So, so tell me how how does work look like today, or something like that? Yeah, how the transition. The, the transitions kind of happened. You were told. You mean the idea of giving up this thing that was well established was working well, and you've tossed it, you know, tossed it aside, and now the 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 new evolved thing because i think what that's, does it look like what does it look like so so before i tell you what does it look like let me tell you how i was able to do it sure all right so that's the important thing to understand number one i've i've devoted a lifetime to studying all the things that don't work <laughs> <laughs> all right if there's a mistake to have been made i've either number one made it myself and learned from a very challenging mistake Hopefully, I've never made the mistake more than twice. You know, very few times do I make a mistake more than once. Usually, it's painful enough that once was enough. All right? Now, the interesting thing is is that I do life through a a weekly mastermind group and have done it since October 2010. I'll drop some names just because I think it's pretty important to understand the kind of influence that I have in my life. So some people may have heard of this uh, uh, conference called Social Media Marketing World. Yep. Uh, it's put on by Social Media Examiner, which is owned by Michael Stelzner. Michael Stelzner is in my weekly mastermind group. Some people may have heard of a guy named Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income. Mm-hmm. Pat Flynn and I started this weekly mastermind group that we've been meeting together every single week in October 2010. Um, you may have heard of the name Ray Edwards. Leslie Samuel, Mark Mason, these people I'm in a weekly relationship every single week of my life. 
And get this. I don't know if you know this, but all of those guys fail a lot as well. Now, the thing is, is you may not hear about it as much because not everybody's as crazy as Cliff Ravenscraft and authentically and transparently airs all of my dirty laundry. But you know what? On a weekly basis, I get to know the stupid things that Michael Stelzner does, yeah, I've the heard stupid of, uh, things <laughs> that Pat Flynn does, and the, thi- and the challenges that come along with all of those mistakes. Yep, yeah. I know all their dirty laundry. And you know what? I get to learn from their mistakes. Sure. So not, now, not only that, but I've trained over 40,000 people how to launch a podcast, and a handful of those people have been attempting to build businesses around their podcast over the years, and a lot of those people came seeking advice. And working with several, we're talking thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who are trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work in building an online business. I've had a front row seat into so many failures and also a handful of successes. So, so Mike, when it came down to it, I realized, wait a second, I've built myself over the course of a decade, a half million dollar year business that quite literally requires that I put at least 40 hours a week into. But I've actually worked with people that I, that I taught, that I taught who are making half million, a million, two million, three million dollars a year, and they're able to do it in five hours a week. And I know exactly what they're doing that I'm not. And that's how I got to the place where I live today. Mm. Which, by the way, I now can make all of the income I need in approximately five hours a week, no more. That's fantastic. And that's, I think, the thing that people get stuck on is they they are, when I, when I talk to people about this and figuring out how they can structure their time to make this kind of thing work, whether they're starting it out while they've got their day job or whether they're saying, you know what, I'm done with a day job, I've saved some money, time for me to do it, they get they want that instant success. They want that, hey, this is going to happen overnight, and it doesn't work that way. Depends on what you mean by overnight because I would have said – Mike, I would have said those words. Matter of fact, people came to me all the time. They said, Cliff, I want to figure out what you've done and I would like to be able to leave my job in six months from now. And do you know what? I turned down those clients left and right five years ago. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I literally turned down those clients left and right because I thought – I said to them – I said, that's unrealistic, and there's other people out there who will promise you that they can help you do that. I suggest you go hire them. Now, I will tell you, Cliff Ravenscraft today believes something completely different. And today, Mike, I won't let, I won't let you be my client unless you're willing to make a radical transition in your life within six months. Sure. If you're, if you're not committed to that – then you need to go work so, with somebody else who plays small because that's not who I am. Well, and that's what we heard off the top of the, the episode as we were talking about like what would it take? What's the you know? And, and you 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 laid it out there. And I wouldn't say there was hyperbole or like you know the idea of the prison thing, but I think the important thing is is that yeah, you've got to have you've got to be committed. You've got to have that. So let's 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 shift a bit and talk about you're talking about how like knowing what day of the week it is and things like that and time and constructs of time. At this point you said you you know you work 
very little actively. Let's say actively. I, I, I don't. I didn't say that actively. I only have to work about to. five hours Sorry. a week to to generate as much. Mike, I love to work. No, 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 no. Let me. That, that, you're right. And, Let's and, clarify. And I will tell you, I work probably more than anyone else out there, depending on how sure. you decide. So, for example, I'm reading this book right now called The Prosperous Coach. Mm-hmm. All right. By the way, if you if you actually get the audio version of the prosperous coach it's four and a half hours and i get people all the time cliff i listen to that i don't understand why what's the big deal it didn't change my life and i'm like i don't understand how it didn't change your life i'm currently about 25 hours into this book and that is not an exaggeration either i literally i I, this like and a chapter i can see highlights right there i mean i know people can't see this right now but there are a lot of highlights in that book do you see how much is highlighted? What's the percentage of highlights on that book as uh, far as words on the page? Right now, that's 100%. 100%. I highlighted <laughs> every word on the page because it's that freaking awesome. Let me tell you something. Mike, I started I, – I got up at 4 o'clock in the morning yesterday, and I read and highlighted and took notes on that book from 4 o'clock in the morning until 11 o'clock in the morning yesterday. And then between all of my coaching calls – I was reading more of that book and highlighting it and taking notes. And then after my day, at the, at the end of my work day, I went upstairs in our loft in our home and I literally sat there on the floor with this book with a highlighter and taking notes from nine o'clock in the evening until just after midnight. I woke up at four o'clock in this morning, could not wait to get back down here to start taking more notes and highlights on this book. I love what I do. Mm-hmm. So I so just so you know, I may only need to work five hours a week. I work a lot more because so, yeah. I, I love what I do. So that's that's a key distinction there too because I think a lot of people will say, well, if you only need to, then why bother working more? Like if you don't need to, but that's the key. And I think that that, leads, that unlocks a whole bunch of other things because if you stay in that kind of need to zone and don't get to the want to zone, then I think what happens is that's where complacency can show up. Right. I have to, uh, Mike, t- keep talking. I'm going to write that down. You just said something that blew my mind. If, uh, hold on. What, how, if you don't need to, why would you? If you don't need to work more hours, I'm, I'm writing this down sure. more hours, why would you? Oh, dude. I'm going to create a whole freaking talk on that. I'm going to create a 90-minute a workshop session on that one question. If you don't need to work more than five hours a week, why would you ever do it? And, and I will tell you because for me, work is oxygen. Right. Seriously, yep. I can't – and it's not – by the way, I'm not talking about soul-crushing work. I'm not talking about zone of excellence. Read the book The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I'm literally only talking about this thing called the zone of genius. Mm-hmm. Like the, I'm talking about work that when I do it, I literally do not exist in the realm where time exists. You get in the state of flow. I, 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 don't, I still don't know that I could actually describe to you what flow state is except for the fact that I experience it. Right. I literally live outside of time when I work. Now, when I when I pull myself away from work, I have to struggle to, quote unquote, live in the moment. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's you know what's interesting, and uh, just as a side note, is I think one of the fears that I I have it occasionally, but I see a lot of people is that they they do the easy things because it doesn't suck them into the point where the they're afraid that they're going to be sucked in and then they'll lose time, they'll get stuck in this. You know, I'll give you an example from my personal situation is, you know, um, if I have to go pick my son up at four o'clock, right, and it's three o'clock, I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I want to go into this thing too deeply because if I do, then four o'clock's going to show up and my son's going to be waiting at the camp, right? Can I'm, I give I'm, you a hint? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Little tip. Yeah. It's called the iPhone. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I think I, I have I wanna, one of these. Wanna, <laughs> me, hold on. It's called the iPhone. Tell me, just re, mm. like it's audio. How many alarms do you see on there? Or there's seven, eight. Because and, and it, if you scroll it, it, down, and eight, if you scroll down, if, there's a partial you, one. Yeah. So you're probably you, got a dozen of them on so, there. By the way, that's nine alarms for today. Every night, I clear every alarm. Okay. And I literally set an alarm. I set about eight or nine alarms. So, for example, Mike Vart, it's a, Matt, I'm going to read you one of my alarms. Uh, it, it says here, um, let's see here, two, I think it was, yeah, 2.50 yep. p.m. And the title of the alarm, Mike Vardy Podcast Interview, 2.50 p.m. And by the way, I specifically set it for 2.50 because I know there's a nine-minute snooze function. Mm -hmm. So at 2.50 this thing's going to go off, my watch is going to go crazy, and I'm going to hit snooze, which means that gives me nine more minutes to, to jump out of what I'm doing mm -hmm. so that one minute before my scheduled call, I can fire up Skype and get on this call. Otherwise, Mike, you and I would never be able to connect because I will be – I need my – I need the alarm to pull me back to the existence of time. Right. And, and I'm not kidding you. I literally have an alarm for anything where I have to be at every single day because I, I and they, I and there, I've noticed there's, I don't, yeah, they're set for the 20 minute mark and they're set for the 50 minute mark. So you can leverage that snooze. That's exactly what I do. And, and I do that because I, I don't live inside. Of, I do not sit, live inside of the realm of time. I have to actually, I have to have, I have to have some physical like attachment to the realm of time to pull me out of flow state okay so then let's talk about planning because planning does involve like you're going to be doing any kind of oh, big initiative talk right so you're doing some planning planning involves an element of time but obviously so we're talking about the day-to-day -day construct where you're sitting here going okay I i'm lost in the day but then we're talking about larger larger pieces right so yeah. you've got this conference this event I, it, we're not calling it a conference are we calling it an event right it's not really a conference it, it doesn't matter it, it, it's a gathering of People whose lives are going to be transformed. How's so, that? So yeah, so <laughs> that that works too. Let's so let's let's say you're putting that together. That's going to involve some time, some time investment, and some planning. How, like, are you when you're putting this together? I I'm assuming that you're taking these days that you're not really looking at the time per se, and you're focusing on different elements throughout your day, and then over time, the structure of you know how you're going to put this together just happens like how do you sit back and say okay i'm gonna put this event together i need to do these tasks for this event how, how do you make that happen because i think that's that that's a very that's a project right yeah it is and i and i wish i could tell you that i handle it through project management like you're what you're thinking and i used to try to tackle it and and i gotta tell you it's more magical than that okay it really is because free the dream is something that quite frankly 
existed in its completed state in my mind before I ever started the first hour of planning for the event. Sure. That make that makes sense though. That makes sense. Like your vision of what it looks like absolutely makes sense. But how do you yeah. turn that vision into reality, I guess? Yeah. And so and one of the things that I, I saw is that number one, I know for a fact that eighty five percent of what it would take for Free the Dream conference to happen is not inside of my zone of genius. So I know I want to spend I want to spend 0 minutes planning this event. Okay. Uh, okay, so I wanted you did you hear what how many minutes did I spend Zero. planning this event? 0. 0 minutes. So I hired an event management team, the same people who did Michael Hyatt's platform conferences. Mm-hmm. Michael uh, it's uh, uh gosh, it, it's Matt and Lauren Brady Brady made productions or Brady made events. And so Brady made, I hired them and I said, listen, how much will it cost? And they says, Cliff, it'll cost $60,000. And I said, this is what my vision for the event is. I want it to look like this. I want it to feel like this. I, I want to be able to offer these day, this many days. I want to have this venue. I want to have this kind of seating. This is all the, th- by the way, this literally takes 20, 30 minute yep. conversation with my team. And I said, can you execute all that? Can, how much will it cost me? They said it would be $60,000. I said, does that include all of your fees and everything? Yes. I say, okay. So I just need to – so if I want to just break even on the event, I have to sell at least $60,000 in ticket sales. And that's it, right? Yeah. I said, how much input do you need from me? They said, nothing unless you want us to check in and, and, and run some you know, artwork by you. And I said, great. We'll book that on my ca- calendar. Now, that's where I do pop, pop out but, and I, but- I exist in the realm of time for a little bit. And I sit there and say, okay, here's a, the thing is, is I give them the link to my Calendly account. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So they go and book it and then Calendly sends me an email that says, hey, they booked this on the thing. Now, the thing is, as soon as I get that email, I I archive it instantly because I know it's on my calendar. Sure. And so what I do, I get up at four o'clock in the morning and I look at what do I have today? Oh, I've got a planning session with Matt and Lauren Brady today at 2 p.m. So I go, I'll say, hey, you know who device I say set an alarm for 1.50 p.m. titled Matt and Lauren Brady event planning meeting. And she says, okay, your alarm has been set. Now I go back with my day. I like how you said so, you know and, who. I like how you said you know who because you didn't want her to go off during the uh, discussion. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> want to set that off for everyone. But let me tell you, Mike, the thing is, is here's the deal. I, ha- I have absolutely no conscious awareness that I have a planning meeting with Matt and Lauren Brady until the morning that I have that call, even if it was scheduled a couple days earlier, seven days earlier, 21 days earlier. I literally have no conscious awareness that I will be meeting them at any day, at any time until the morning of that meeting. Gotcha. So what this tells me as someone who you know talks about is that you – you live in as much as possible in a task-based mindset over a time-based one. And when I we, uh, let me explain what that means. So task okay. ba- task-based is very much you're able to focus on what's important rather than have to deal with what's urgent. A time-based mindset is very much like, oh, this is happening. Oh, I've got this. Like you're you're letting that you're you're saying you're not ignoring it. Make make no mistake. You understand how time works, but you're going okay. Well, I will. I know this is happening at a given time because I've looked ahead today. And I will set the alarm so that when that alarm goes off, I can bring myself back into that mindset so I can be present for these people when they need me there. But you're being present just so you can deal with the task that that period of time is taking up. In this case, 
whatever you need to do for free the dream. So task-based, to me, that's it's very challenging for people to be able to go, I'm going to focus on all the things, like the tasks, as opposed to, uh-oh, when. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people get caught up in the when and not so much in the what. Yeah, and and you know what? I'm not so much concerned about the when or the what. I'm only concerned about the why. Even better. That's all I care about is why. Why are we having this meeting? Why do you? Why are you asking me this question? Why is this important? Explain to me why it's important that we make that decision. Right. And then once you – usually all I have to do is ask you why are you asking me this question and the answer is then obvious. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if that's, the, if that's why you're asking, well, then isn't it obvious that we should do that? Well, then do it. Did you really need, I don't I, I, by the way I don't ever sure. really treat people this way but but in my mind it's like why did we have to have this meeting today Yeah you know it, it but 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 the thing is is for me my zone of genius is having conversations like right now you and I are having a conversation in my world there is nothing else that exists other than Mike Vardy that that this that is my existence right now mm-hmm. nothing else no one else in this world exists other than Mike Vardy now, what I will tell you is my phone has no notifications turned on, no, no, any of this other stuff except for alarms. And there's only, I think there are, let's see, how many kids do I have? Three kids and one wife. Okay. So there we go. <laughs> I'm glad it's that way and not the other way around. <laughs> yeah. so I have three wives and one kid. No, I have three kids and one wife. I had to, I had to bring myself outside of you being the only person who exists to, to remind myself that I have three kids and one wife, and if any of them were to text me or call me, they're the only people who will bring me out of what we're doing right now. Right. Yeah, I have special ringtones and special text uh, vibrations for them, too. So whenever that yeah. happens, whether it's my wife or my my daughter, my son doesn't have a phone yet, but when he does, it'll be the same principle. I want I to... Cool, re- yeah, go ahead. The cool thing is, is that... Some people say, Cliff, oh my gosh, that, that, it's like, man, you, I think about my wife and my kids all the time. It's like what you don't understand is by my having this conversation, this meaningful, deep conversation right now with you, Mike, I am absolutely doing my best to serve my wife and my kids. Totally, totally. And that I think that that's an important distinction is that a lot of people, uh, you know, I talk about like we, if you serve – and are self-serving in the right way, you're going to serve regardless, right? Like if you go into your self-serving mode of like, I've got to make this thing for for this purpose, often if you're at least in the right mindset, they're altruistic anyway. You're going to be helping out your family. I mean, you talked about that right off the top. I mean, by bringing in revenue and helping out your family, like that's that's a pretty big important thing. I want to, as we get close to wrapping up, we talked about the zone of genius, and you know I'm gonna definitely link to uh, link to the book and everything related to that because zone of genius is something that I think a lot more people need to spend their time on. But when you were starting off, was that as prevalent for you? And if it was, what like how did you? Because a lot of people are saying, well, that must be nice for Cliff, but he's got a team and he's got this and he so can afford Cliff, to spend by the way, his Cliff time. Cliff doesn't have a team. No, no, no. But- I, I, I want I want people to hear this. I literally have no employees. I, mm-hmm. I used to have a virtual assistant. I do not have a virtual assistant. I literally have the event management team, and the only thing they do for me, they are contracted workers, and the only thing they do for me, they don't they're they're not my employees, they're not my team officially. Yep. They simply do all of the planning for my event called Free the Dream. 
They don't do any of my workshops. They don't do any of my mastermind group facilitation, all that other stuff. I handle all of that stuff myself. Sure. So so, I, so I, Cliff doesn't have a team. Okay. It just I hired somebody to handle all of the event management of hiring caterers, coffee vendors, the tables, tablecloth, getting the artwork and the workbook put together, hiring the audio visual crew. I mean, I don't that's not me. No, and they do all of yeah, that. And it takes you away from the thing that you really are good at like that. that. Yeah. So what when you were starting out, because there's people who are gonna like, I want to be able to leverage that part. How did you what would you recommend that people do? Number one, if you could, if you give a piece of advice, and secondly, what did you do? Was it? And remember, you said earlier, I did stuff and I screwed up. <laughs> twice, yeah. Sometimes twice, sometimes once. What would you recommend? Because I think that's where people struggle. Well, okay, so there are so first of all, there's what I did, mm-hmm. and then there's what I would recommend. So okay. I'll give you both. Sure. One, what I did is I spent over a decade of my, of my life, literally tying my with my hands tied behind my back trying to do everything on my own, learning everything the hard way, okay. all right, and trying to glean as much as I can from other people's mistakes as well, all right? Um, what, what has changed my life and allowed me to get to the place where I am today? There are two things. Mastermind, actually, gosh, okay, is it two or three things? Let me try to think. I'm just going to say it, and we'll, you tell me if you think it's two sure. or three things. Sure, Number one, participation in a mastermind group where you absolutely 100% upgrade your peer group. People who quote unquote raise the stakes of your life and they will not let you drift. They will not let you play it safe. And they're they're going to call you out on your bullcrap mindset. Mm -hmm. All right. They're literally going to call you out on every limiting belief you ever speak out loud. They're going to call you out on it. It's not going to be comfort and comfortable at all. But you're going to consistently every single week up your game. That's a mastermind group. I would highly recommend everyone get into a mastermind group. Number two, mentors. And number, th- number three, coaches. All right. Now, the thing is, is some of my mentors have been coaching me. And then I have coaches who turned into mentors. It, it's a whole yep. different weird thing. So mentors like Michael Hyatt's a mentor of mine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just had dinner with Michael Hyatt about a about eight days ago. And Mike, if here's what I will tell you, had I not had the dinner conversation I had with Michael Hyatt, uh, like a week to 10 days. I, I don't, I, I, guys, I don't live time. inside of time. I have no <laughs> idea when it was. I was in Franklin, Tennessee f- speaking at Ray's event. I think that was Friday, July 26th. Then it was the 27th. So it's Sunday, the 29th. Anyway, back on July 29th, I had dinner with Michael Hyatt. Had I not had that dinner with him, you would not be talking to the person you're talking to today. I am a different person because of 10 minutes during that three-hour dinner that we had. 10 minutes, he asked me a question. He says, Cliff, would you like an outside perspective on your pursuit of filling stadiums with tens of thousands of people? And then what happened over the next 10 minutes changed my life forever. And by the way, if you want to know what that is – I created a one hour and 20 minute video. It's on YouTube. And the title is This Changes Everything. And you can find that at mindsetanswerman.com slash everything. Perfect. Um, 
Cliffs, this has been great. Uh, lots of great stuff here for people to to glean from and learn from. I, I encourage you go back and listen again. It's funny. I was reading an article earlier today about the uh, someone who read The Alchemist, and they've read it five times because every time they go through it, they find some insights. They find some different wisdom there. And I think the great thing about uh, you know talking with you uh, is the answer man component that you bring to the table, no matter which side is. It's, it's there. It's prevalent. And I really do appreciate you taking the time today to speak with me and my audience. Where can people learn more about you and what you and your ongoing work and your pursuit? The best place, Mike, anybody can learn more about me. And if anything that I've said has piqued your curiosity, you must go to mindsetanswerman.com slash free. And at the top of that page, it says, give me 60 minutes and I'll teach you how to live the life of your dreams. If that sounds uh, by the way, I dare you to try to prove me wrong. All right. Go to mindsetanswerman.com slash free. Put your name and email address in the box. And three hours later, you'll get an email asking, did you get what I promised? And so far, not a single person has ever said. Matter of fact, I usually get three to five page emails from people who literally are like they're like, Cliff, I'm literally in tears as I type this message to you. There you go, folks. Now you know where to go. Cliff, thanks so much for joining me today on the Productivity Podcast. Thank you, Mike, for this great gift, this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Big thanks to Cliff for joining me on the program today. If you want to take note and make note of all the things we discussed, which of course you can do in the podcast app that you're using to listen to this show, but you can also go to productivityist.com slash podcast 276 and you'll get all the show notes there as well. I want to thank the sponsors of this episode. I want to thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this program, please give it a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to podcasts. And if you want to make sure you don't miss a single episode, subscribe to the program wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for me to discuss the Productivityist Podcast Pick of the Week, and I couldn't be happier to recommend this podcast. I'm so glad that Mark and Angel Chernoff have gotten into the podcasting game. Now, you can't control what happens to you every moment. We know this, studying time management and attention and all that stuff. You know this, but you can absolutely control how you respond to the challenges of each and every day, and Think Better, Live Better is the podcast that can help you do that. Mark and Angel Sharonoff have been friends of mine for years, and I'm really excited that they have put this podcast into existence so you can actually listen to them each and every week. Mark and Angel will lead you through relevant and helpful topics about self-improvement, time management, relationships, family, motivation, and discipline on this podcast. So make sure you check out Think Better, Live Better. It's my productivity as podcast pick of the week. That's it for this episode of the Productivityist Podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening. And until next time, I'm Mike Vardy, the host of the Productivityist Podcast, reminding you to stop guessing and start going. See you later.